You are listening to the How to Talk to Girls podcast with me, Trip Kramer. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the How to Talk to Girls podcast. I'm your host, Trip Kramer from tripadvice.com. You can still hear in my voice that I'm battling the uh, the crazy Texas allergies, but it's not going to stop me from producing amazing episodes for you, like the one today where I'm interviewing Emily Wilson, aka Emily Saves America. I found her on TikTok and Instagram. She posts some controversial opinions on on all matters. She is a conservative, as you're going to find out. She's been a commentator on some some news channels in the past, and now she's speaking out on her social media on all different kinds of matters, especially ones of men and women. And she's even broached some topics of feminism and dating. And so I thought, you know, it'd be good to interview her. Let's have a discussion. And she's in high demand. It was uh, it was not easy getting her on the show because she gets asked to be on a lot of shows, which doesn't surprise me because there is definitely an entertaining aspect of her and the things that she has to say, kind of like you, you want to hear what she has to say next sort of thing. And we have a really good conversation. I did a YouTube live where we did this conversation live in front of an audience on YouTube, but I wanted to get it to my podcast listeners because I think that you're going to enjoy an episode like this. You're going to learn something. You're going to hear a female's views on modern women today and some of the issues that we're having with uh, women in the West, which explains why dating has been so challenging for men out there. And the overarching topic and the title of the YouTube channel, uh, sorry, the YouTube video was called, Are There Any Good Women Out There? Now, you know my stance. Clearly, I think that there are. If I didn't, I wouldn't be teaching men how to meet women. I think there are plenty of good women out there. It's just a matter of how to filter for those women. So on this interview, we talk about some of the issues that we're seeing with women today. And it's a good way to look out for those type of women that are not going to be suitable for you, that are not going to add to your life. Like I always say, one of the principles of trip advice is finding a woman who's adding to your life, not taking away. So you're going to be entertained. You're going to be learning some things and you're going to be, you're going to be, it's going to be interesting just to see a woman talk about this. You don't see a lot of women really, we'll say for lack of a better phrase, nag on their kind. And she definitely does. And she is uh, uh, seemingly, I don't think she said this outright, but seemingly an anti-feminist, hates feminism. So it's just, it's just interesting to hear a woman talk about that because you don't, you don't get a lot of women these days who are, let's say, anti-feminists. And uh, now listen, I am not an anti-feminist, but these terms have been uh, very misconstrued over the years. You know, if you look up feminism in the dictionary, it, it not, this is not word for word, but it says, you know, basically, you know, that women should have equal rights. And of course, I believe that. I believe that all men and women should have equal opportunity. However, now that we're in this, I believe, third or maybe even fourth wave feminism, it's it's not about that anymore. It's seemingly about how women are trying to be better than men and compete with men. And it's a lot of it's about putting men down and having false perspectives 
on what what I believe is false perspectives on who women are and who men are and trying to make women and men equal in the sense of, well, they're the same, but they're not the same. Yes, everyone should have equal rights, but let's be honest that men and women are different. And today, feminists, at least in the third wave feminism, think that men and women are exactly the same. At least this is what I'm I'm picking up from the conversation that's happening in our culture right now. But anyway, beyond that, let's dive in, take some notes, listen up, be entertained. Uh, when I did this live, some of the guys hated her and some of the guys loved her, which is par for the course when it comes to having a polarizing guest and having someone discuss very polarizing topics. I enjoyed the conversation. Let's say that much. And I think we should just get into it. So here's my fun, controversial, entertaining conversation with Emily Wilson, which is Emily Saves America. What's going on? We're live. Trip Kramer here from tripadvice.com. Live on a Tuesday, per usual. We did a live last night, which was really fun. If you haven't seen it, you better catch it because we went over a bunch of guys' dating profiles and I gave them very specific feedback on exactly what they were doing right and wrong on their profile, on their pictures, everything. So definitely check that out. But today, I'm very excited. It's been a while since I've had a guest here on a YouTube live And as you know, I don't just have anyone here, but people that I'm very interested in talking with and hearing their opinions. And so I virtually met this nice woman named, well, not a lot of people think she's nice. I think she's pretty nice though, so far. Her name is Emily from Emily Saves America. And she has a lot of interesting opinions and thoughts on the state of the world, as well as the state of men and women today in 2023. So I'm very excited to be chatting with her. So in the meantime, you can say what you need to in the comments. Maybe we'll be answering some stuff. Uh, Maybe we won't. And of course, as you see here, there is a URL, tripadvicecoaching.com. So if you feel that you need help, and you can see the title of today's episode, Are There Any Good Women Out There? I do think that there are. There are plenty. You just have to know exactly how to meet them and how to filter for them. But if you need help with that, you can apply for coaching here at TripAdvice with a one-on-one coach who can help you with creating your profile, helping you with meeting women, going out there and talking to women, getting over your shyness and being able to get more dates. And I'm sure Emily will have some questions about that. So uh, big welcome here to Emily. We're going to add her to the stream and get chatting. What's (laughs) up? I was like, yeah, I'm not really known for being liked. I'm known for being honest. <laughs> yeah, that's the problem these days, right? Is uh, we, we live in such a PC culture that we can just get canceled in a second. I actually saw that you said on, I don't know, one of your reels or something like that, that you've been canceled before. Yeah, I mean, I've like said, I think I've pretty much at this point said everything politically incorrect and like, offensive you can possibly say so i don't know hopefully there's some stuff left and i can hit those uh as well but yeah i think i've done it all i used to be a conservative commentator on newsmax so i gave a lot of opinions about a lot of things during the pandemic and i continue to give those opinions on my instagram okay i like it well (laughs) are you able to categorize based on i'm going to make up a word here offensivity 
<laughs> like, what is the most, what is the most offensive thing? Do you know the most offensive thing you said? Because that's, that's subjective, isn't it? Yeah. I was going to say to each person, it's going to be different. It's going to be what you're triggered by. But I mean, yeah, I mean, I've said, I don't know. I mean, basically everything. I can't think of anything. I mean, I'm like, I don't believe in white privilege. Okay. That could be pretty. I believe, I believe in pretty privilege. I mean, I said BLM's a terrorist organization, which I still believe. Wait, let's talk about that. Wait, what, what's that terrorist organization? <laughs> I said BLM's a terrorist organization, which I still believe. Oh, BLM. Okay, yeah, that's pretty offensive. All right. <laughs> well, let's talk about pretty privilege for a second. Yeah. What's pretty privilege? Well, as you can see, most of the top female creators in the world love to use their platforms, which are usually completely sponsored and paid for like their lives by men to trash men. And then women like me will come on and defend men and ironically get taken down for hate speech. But I'm like, it's very simple. If you're a woman and you're attractive, you're going to live a good life and you're going to be treated well and you're going to have opportunities normal women don't have. And women like to go online and pretend like this does either this doesn't exist or being pretty comes with so many negative things, which I respond, okay, then go mess up your face and get fat and then tell me which life you're going to lead that's significantly better. It's like such a, such a, like a victim thing. I don't know why I feel like all these women do it now, but that's basically every platform you see with a woman is tearing men down and, you know, saying they're perfect. They have no flaws. Everything is a man's issue. And it's so hard being attractive. Meanwhile, they literally, no one would even care that they exist if they weren't attractive. Well, it's really interesting because uh, how much do you scroll on TikTok? Um, I'm on a decent amount, but my algorithm is pretty tailored to me. So it's kind of just like a lot of like funny videos. Okay. Well, there's this podcast called the whatever podcast and it's very entertaining and there are podcasts where they'll talk to a panel of women and kind of call them out on stuff. Oh yeah. I was supposed to be on last weekend. Are you, so you're going to go to Santa Barbara and be on that? No, actually, whoever runs the Instagram that was messaging me was extremely rude and disrespectful. And now I have a really, um, I was a fan of the podcast and now I have a really, um, I, I think they're really creepy and weird and the way they reacted to me, I would never. Whoa, whoa. Them okay. I was, okay. I got to put a pin in there when I was going to say, wait, so what happened? What did they say? Oh yeah. Actually, it's so funny. I've been wanting to actually talk about this publicly because I'm huge on transparency. I don't hold any, I guess, loyalty to anything, anyone, any politician, any side, any person, anything. I'm very like all about the truth. So I messaged them and I was like, I love what you guys are doing. Like, I'd love to come on. You know what I mean? And I'm asked to go on a million shows now. And so they responded and they were like, Hey, we'll book you in whatever long story short. And then when I asked for compensation, which is they asked to shoot for an insane amount of time. I think it was six hours. Oh, wow. They probably do that because they need to get like solid yeah. clips. You know, they need um, that time. Okay. And so they asked, you know, first of all, you're talking to like four hour drive, you know, six hours of shooting. I think the least, you know, it's really late at night and the least you could probably offer is like maybe, you know, to cover gas or whatever, somewhere to stay or, you know, throw, you know, I mean, that's, literally an eight hour work day that I could be getting paid for. So as soon as I mentioned compensation, they were so awful to me 
And now I'm kind of like, oh, interesting. And also they asked me to wear like club clothing and like hot pink. And I was like, oh, so let me get this straight. This is what's really happening. You are having young girls come on your, which I go very hard on women online. So I will defend them right now. I'm like, let me get this straight. You're a guy who has a show where you purposely invite, let's be real, girls that are going to go do that for free probably not really doing very well in life. They're probably very young. So they're going to have very skewed opinions of the world. They're going on for attention, in which case you're going to use them for free. Ask them to come dressed inappropriately. So they already look stupid and like a complete stereotype. Then you're going to make money off of humiliating them. Um, So now I see it as pretty gross and tacky and disgusting. And I'm sorry. And then, you know, that's just all I have to say about them now. They, Got I, mean, it. I mean, yeah, yeah. So, no, okay. So you're out on them. Um, yeah. All right. But I get it. Yeah. I see all the clips. I'm like, shocker. You talk to a 19 year old that does OnlyFans and she doesn't have a super mature take on the world. Well, but it is interesting because there's even other women on there who cares what their age is. They're over 18 and it's still shocking to see what they say. Yeah. Well, that's because they're dumb. That's why they're sitting and doing an interview for six hours for free. They're not studying. They're not in school. They're not doing charity work. They're not at home with families. And what brings me to what I was going to say earlier. So what was interesting about that is the way the clip that I saw is the way that they rated their, themselves. Right. Oh, yeah. So you, you ask a woman like, what, what do you rate yourself? And they all say a 10, Yeah. which goes to your point that, you know, there's, there's some delusion there. Uh, you know, would you rate yourself? I mean, I've been asked this a million times. I would say a six on a really, really great day. I would say a seven. Wow. You ask every single girl on the planet what they rate themselves. They're a 10. First of all. Why? Most- why, are they, why are they doing that? <laughs> so I know why. First of all, that's the most narcissistic response. By saying you're a 10, you're literally saying you have zero room for growth, improvement, anything. You're just perfect. You are God's gift to this earth. Everyone should bow before you. That is literally insane. When you're asking me what I rate myself, I'm comparing myself to every woman on earth. There are Victoria's Secret angels. There are supermodels. There's just, there's every type of beautiful woman you could ever think of on this planet. And it's like, yeah, so I'm going to put myself realistically next to them. You know what I mean? Whereas these girls, I'm like, I don't, I I think they're just like not thinking before they talk, but it's the dumbest thing I've ever heard because I'm like, sweetie, there are no tens and you certainly are not a 10 as well. Right. It's there's, there's delusion there. And that's, that's one of the bigger problems. Now back to pretty privilege. So it's interesting that there's, (laughs) there's like pretty privilege. Then there's women who, who apparently they think that they're attractive. I'm wondering if those women are trying to or think they should have that privilege or if it's those women who are saying complaining about the idea of pretty privilege because i a hundred percent it does exist yeah of course i mean it's like you know if you're attractive if you have if you're treated well when you go out and people offer you free things and offer to fly you around the world, you're probably very attractive. That doesn't happen to every girl. That's a smallish percentage of women, but that's the, that's the funniest thing about these women. I'm like, you're a 10. Okay. So you should really statistically have a contract with the top agency in the world. And you should be on a yacht with a billionaire. 
but they're not. But you're walking around New York City wearing Forever 21 and have $20 in your bank account. Okay, so you're not really a 10, are you? Well, it's interesting because you're talking about uh, their job and how much money they have or what they're wearing. But a 10 could have $20 in her pocket and be wearing Forever 21. Yeah, actually, no, that's that's probably true. Yeah, you know. I'm just saying, no, but no. I see what you're saying because it's true. But a, a actual 10, you're talking like look-wise, you're literally going to have money from being beautiful and you're right. most likely going to have a husband or a boyfriend who's a billionaire. <laughs> are, you mar- like, are you married? No, I have a boyfriend. How long have you been with your boyfriend? About a year now. Oh, okay. How'd you guys meet? Uh, we met through, how do I say this? Normally? He messaged me on social media, but we know we knew each other from mutual friends years before. Okay. And is he rich? He's well off. He's well off. Yeah. Is he your sugar daddy? <laughs> no. He's not a sugar daddy. Okay, so you've He's you, young. You, he's my age. Twenty nine. Yeah, well he's thirty. I'm twenty nine, yeah. Okay. Okay, got it. Yeah. Okay, so let's bring us back to the topic here. I asked the question, are there any good women out there? And the reason I came up with this, and really, to be honest, I wanted to speak about this anyways, whether you and I were doing an, uh, an interview, a conversation or not, mm-hmm. just because I see the commentary going on in social media, TikToks, Instagram, Reels, uh, YouTube as well. And a lot of men are you know, joining the MGTOW movement, which stands for men going their own way. A lot of men are giving up on dating. They think that women in the West have very high standards and are delusional and therefore, you know, just almost impossible to attract. Online dating favors women. And so a lot of guys will comment in, in ways of saying, I'm just giving up or passport bros. You know, if you've heard that, which just means like, I don't want any Western women. Get me a passport and let's, let's go abroad and find a, a woman in, you know, Europe who's not going to be as delusional as maybe a, a woman here in the West. And so it begs the question, are there any good women out there? I, I say yes, right? So I, I mm-hmm. believe I said that earlier on, on, the, on the live. What are your thoughts on this? Do you think that the amount of women now that are worthy or, or ones that would be great in a relationship, do you think that number is just going down and down and down in the West? Or what are your thoughts? Um, so I'm going to stick with my moral alliance and say this is 100% a 50-50 issue. The issue for the men and the women, I believe, are very different, um, if that makes sense. Uh, we have different things we need to no, work please, on. please explain. Okay. So basically, I would blame what's happening for the downfall of women on the modern wave of feminism. That's destroying women. Uh, basically modern day feminism is now promoting, um, be a girl boss, go get a career. You don't need a man. You're a 10. You don't need anyone. Be on your own. Don't have kids. Don't get married. You have so many options. The world, you just, why settle? The grass is always greener. This goes for men as well. I think that's happening with women. And now women are starting to Yes, inherently listen to that and live that lifestyle 
And then they're ending, ending up old, bitter, and alone. I think because the new wave of feminism is destroying women, it's telling them it's empowering to sleep around. It's empowering to do all these things. It's not. It goes against nature and we're paying the price for it. And I talk about this and it's my most viral video and it's uh, the most controversial thing I talk about. But unfortunately, I have a lot of things on my side, like common sense and statistics. I believe women that are valuable now are traditional and I would say more conservative. And when you are promoting to go work all day and to go have a career, I mean, I tell women, I'm like, I'm confused. So you, great. You have nine degrees. Great. What value are you to a man? Because technically what you're describing in your value is a man. Men want women. They don't want partners that are also men. Do you know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, you work 60 hours a day. You make all this money. Great. Most guys really don't care about the money. They usually have money. That's not an issue. But I'm, you're basically telling them you're not even going to be capable of being a girlfriend, being a mother, taking care of children in a home. So I don't understand what value you're bringing to the table. I think the way you know women are going out and sleeping around, all these things is extremely detrimental to them. And it's literally ruining them. And that is the modern wave of feminism that's, I think, ruining the country now. And for guys, it's like... I'll also, I'll add to this real yeah. quick. Yeah too, is that when, so women naturally are what's called hypergamous. So they want to be dating up. They want to be dating men who are making more than them. So now that women are really focused on their career and they're making a lot of money, which by the way, totally fine. Don't care. Don't care how, how hard or how girl boss a woman wants to be. But if she's getting into the, you know, uh, high 100s and now we're over 200,000 and she wants a man who makes over that that's going to leave her probably single depending on some other uh, on some other cases so and a lot of women refuse to be dating men who are making less than them so that that's another problem as well but continue which defeats the purpose to me because I think it's so ironic. Women are like, oh, I don't need a man. So I'm going to have a successful career yet. The person I date needs to make more money than me. It's like, well, I thought you went into this whole thing because you don't need anyone. So why would it matter how much? <laughs> right, right. Paid? Exactly. That's which I, literally defeats the entire purpose of the whole thing. But like I said, right. if funny. you don't need a man, then who, who gives a shit what he makes? Right. Yeah, why, he, why, he why can't you be the guy? Make- yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that doesn't make sense. So the same way I would say this modern day feminism is ruining women the same way. Like I talk about these issues and literally all my guy friends are just like, put her in a lab, create her. But that's because I'm promoting more old school value. And I'm like, yeah, my value is not to me personally. I'm not putting women down. I think it's great. We've came a long way. I would say we're sliding back a little bit now, but it's just like, I understand what I want. And therefore I found a partner to match those things. We both live by very traditional roles. He's the man, he's the provider. Obviously I would like to eventually be the wife and be at home. And when I'm at home, I'm focusing on, I'm going to focus on raising children. I'm not going to be focusing on work. With that said, I think it's obviously super healthy to have habits and all that. The problem now, with I want to challenge you on that real quick. Yeah. yeah. Because you told me today, you've been, uh, you've been talking for six hours. So yeah. you've been on multiple shows. Now you're here. So do you really think that you'll be able to turn that off once you are married and have kids? Are you going to be totally okay with doing the homemaker thing and not coming on to podcasts or growing your personal brand? You're, you're going to be okay with that. 
Yeah. I mean, I think my personal brand then would be, would be being a mom. And I think that's a lot more important and valuable to me. And, you know, I don't want that to take away from my kids. So yeah, I'd be, I would be like more than excited. And that's also why I'm going so hard now is so I can put that aside when the time comes. And I just think the problem with guys now is guys aren't necessarily traditional as well. So they're having issues. Okay. Yeah. Let's, let's talk about that for a second, because I, I really believe that most of the problems when it comes to dating and the issues that we're speaking of are because of feminism, new wave feminism and women. And I feel that, yes, there's a lot of work that guys need to do. That's why my whole career exists. And I help Mm -hmm. men with, uh, with getting better with women, but but I don't know. I just feel like when it comes to men, we are like a, a sliver of the problem, if that, in terms of people actually coming together. But what were you going to say? Yeah. I mean, I just think like I'm, I can only think about what I've not liked in dating from my personal experience before my boyfriend. Yeah. Like I was definitely dating a lot and I was like, oh sure. my God, I am never going to find someone because I seriously am like, how as a feminine girl, am I more of a man than any man I'm on a date with? I mean, it was really embarrassing to be fair. I think the, the new wave of like complete beta males is the most disgusting thing in America right now. It needs to completely be stopped. Like men need to be men. Like when I hear my girlfriends say they go out and guys offer to split the bill on the first date that if you can't afford to date, don't date. What are you doing? You're wasting my time and yours. I think it's really embarrassing. The way guys act, the way guys dress, the standards they set. I mean, a lot of these women are the way they are because men allow that. But I also think like social media is so toxic. The guy, I mean, I've always, I posted on my story that was controversial because of course only guys had a problem because for once I was attacking them. And I was like, you guys, the guys that follow 10,000 girls online and they like every single photo and every bikini photo are always the single ones for a reason. As a female, I would never want to date a man who does that stuff. It is embarrassing to know that I could walk into a room or be out in public. And it's like, oh yeah, that's your boyfriend. Oh, he's liked 10,000 photos and naked girl. Like if you can't even sacrifice that, how are you supposed to sacrifice in a relationship, in a marriage as a father? Like you can't even do that. So what, I mean, at that point, what do you even have to offer? Because to me, literally nothing. Okay. Well, what do you think is more embarrassing? All these women who are posting those photos or the guys who happen to be looking at them? Well, that's the funny thing. And I'm like, and then it's, it's the girls posting them. I'm like, yeah, but they, they wouldn't have the audience. If it wasn't for you. It's the same thing with OnlyFans. It's like, you, yeah, you guys can make fun of the girls, but I'm like, you're also the ones promoting them and making all this money and giving them the opportunities to do these things. A traditional masculine men don't support these things. You should see these girls as, you know, daughters, wives, like all these things. And it's just really across the board. There's just no, I think boundaries or respect anymore. It's really hard for me. Like I was talking to my dad, like I see my boyfriend's the most traditional guy I've ever met in my life. It's like, I feel bad for my girlfriends because I'm like, I don't know what to tell you guys. I don't even think guys like this exist anymore. Well, okay, someone said something interesting in the comments, which I, I agree with. One of the reasons why guys are probably splitting the bill is because of how loud feminism is and how everything needs to be completely equal. Yeah. So we're getting hit. We're getting hit by every angle. We're getting hit from 
women like you who are saying, be a man, pay for the bill. And then we're yeah. hearing even louder. Yeah. No, women treat women equally. Everything's equal. Pay should be equal. Everything is equal. And so if it's going to be equal, then split the bill. And this is the fucked up part is like, guys can't win here is because it's, yeah. it's rolling the dice. It's like, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'll try to pay for the bill. She might get mad at me uh, or I'll try to split the bill and she'll get mad at me. And so, you know what I'm saying? So it's, it becomes confusing. I will agree on one aspect is that, is that I do believe that there are men out there who, who do need to learn some of the more masculine tendencies, how to tap into that, like alpha male, so to speak, how to be more assertive, be more dominant, uh, get rid of that, that nice guy the nice guy tendencies that aren't attractive to women. Some of the things that you're talking about. It's not because being nice to me is not necessarily the things you're saying. It's like, that's like, you're just a good person. Like you can be extremely like this toxic masculinity. I don't believe it. Only weak men are toxically masculine. I don't believe that's like the most BS of this generation is spreading. I'm like, no, 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 no. The reason my boyfriend is a good person and a good partner and would be a great father is because he is so over the top masculine. It's like I was dying to find those qualities because they were so hard to find when I was dating. I felt like I was on date on dates with women. It was awful. It was so unattractive to see a guy be so emotional. Guys like couldn't handle my opinions on things. And I'm like, this is like sad. Like This is embarrassing. Yeah. I mean, I would say you're considered... I would consider you an alpha female. I mean, yeah, but that's because I don't respect them because they act like women. Like I'm like almost like debating them because it's fine because I'm completely alpha in them. It's like, I don't alpha my boyfriend at all. I would never disrespect him or go there with him, but that's because he is traditionally very masculine. You know what I mean? So what are the things that he's doing? That's so masculine that made you an alpha female attracted to that? Well, one, he's always had, He's very calm. I think it's very unattractive when the guys are very emotional. I think it's just, I, that's, I can't do that. Um, you're acting like a female. It puts me off completely. Um, he's very kind, very loyal, very respectful, but he sets boundaries and someone like me needs boundaries set because I am definitely probably more of an alpha female. And it's like, you know, not to cross those boundaries because he's a man of his word. It's like you cross that, you cross the line and you're disrespectful, like you're done. You don't get a second shot. You know what I mean? And I find that that is like not even a thing anymore. I feel like no one even like has honest conversations. They don't set boundaries, especially a lot of guys. Like you need to be like, hey, this is what I expect from you. I'm telling you. And it's like the way like I don't raise my voice with him. I don't pop off with him. I don't get attitude. And this new generation of women is like, they're very embarrassing. I see the way they act in public. And it's just like, like I ask him like, you know, like, do you like this? Do you like the way it looks? Do you think this is inappropriate? Like, is this too much? Like, well, like I, I ask him permission for things, which is what you do when you respect someone and women. Now it's like, Hey, maybe your boyfriend doesn't want 10,000 photos, of your butthole on Instagram. Maybe he doesn't want you wearing that or wearing that bikini or all these things. Like, I don't really think that's that much to ask for when, if you're, if you're a guy is respectful, loyal, and a provider, then marry him. Because that is so hard to find these days. Well, I'm curious because how do you decipher whether or not on these first dates that you were going on, 
to bring that alpha female energy or not, or be more submissive. Oh, because no, I bring you don't, it immediately. you don't really know the guy yet. What's that? No, I bring it immediately. You bring it in immediately as a test. Yeah, of course. I and if they pass the a test, time. then you'll, then you'll be more submissive and feminine. Yeah, I'm like very over the top and aggressive because I want to see how I can, how far I can push you until you snap, which is, I was saying like on our first date, like he was just so like, we just kind of agreed with everything. And I was like, oh my God, I don't even get to be like my offensive, insane self. Cause like, we're just so on the same page and he's so, he's so unfazed by all of it, which is really nice. And I do think opposites attract you know what I mean? I do think that that's a very real thing and makes a lot of sense. I mean, I'm very much personality. He's very much common to himself. Yeah. Yeah. Depending. I I do believe (laughs) there's like, I like to call it like complimentary uh, personalities in a sense. Like if you have two people that are really intense, it might not work out. Right. Yeah. There's, there's usually someone, and again, there's exceptions, but there's usually someone in a relationship who might be a little bit more soft-spoken than the other. And it's interesting though, because I don't know how long those relationships last when it's the woman who's more outspoken than the man and the man's more calm and more beta, because I feel like eventually it gets to a point where the woman ends up uh, feeling contempt or, or some, some lack of respect for the guy just because of his, his lack of alpha energy, but. Well, but that's, anyway. a, that's, a, that's a big deal. I was listening to this woman. I was shocked about, it was on TikTok. She was so right. She was like, men want three things. And she basically was like a feminine woman. Obviously there was one other thing. And then the last thing she said was like, she's like respect, respect. A man needs to know he's respected And I think a woman needs that as well. But I was like, yeah, I think that's really, really important, especially for men. Oh, yeah, 100%. We need to feel that. If it's not there, then attraction just dies. I mean, I've been in relationships where there there has been a lack of respect in some areas. And I didn't realize it at the time how much of a turnoff that was until Mm -hmm. later on I realized like, oh, yeah, the relationships that were better the woman had more respect for me. Actually, well, and vice versa, right? It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, a, yeah, a man's not going to marry a woman that he he disrespects, mm-hmm. which is one of the reasons why uh, women who have a high body count are often not going to be respected by by men. And so, you know, that's been a big conversation these days is like body count should matter, should it industry. not? And it's about respect. They don't respect women who are just giving themselves off to so many uh, to so many men. Yeah, and that's why I'm so anti like porn and OnlyFans and all these things. I'm like all these girls can talk about money. When you say well, real quick when you say anti like what do you mean anti? Like you don't what, what Like do you I'm mean anti anti-like? against it like across the board. Like I would never date someone that watches porn. I think porn is literally the reason this generation of men is are is like so messed up there is so many studies it is so soul sucking so damaging for your soul it's bad for the men it's bad for the women it makes you bad in bed i think it makes you a bad partner i think it's awful across the board like look maybe a little bit here and there great i don't know i have rules like my partners do not watch porn it's the same way you can't expect men to like be happy with a woman when all day you're scrolling and seeing fifty thousand beautiful women a day you're not going to look at your girlfriend the same way when you do that. I think it's really, I think social media is like 
really toxic and we're not going to see it until somehow we can get studies. Oh, it's, but it's, it's, just it's softcore porn. Social media yeah. is softcore porn. I mean, it's, if my boyfriend sat there and looked at Victoria's Secret Angels all day and then looked at me, I'm not going to seem as attractive. I would as like if he's like actually just being a man out working all day and not looking at girls online. You know what I mean? Of course, I'm going to look more beautiful when I'm like one of the only ones you're seeing, you know? Now, has, is this a hard rule in your relationship? Have you guys actually discussed, hey, we're not watch. you should not watch porn? I mean, yeah, I discuss it with like any relationship I've ever been. And I think it's a really big deal. And I'm like willing to like sit there and like go over the data and everything. But like, I don't need to, it's common sense. And also as a traditional woman, it's a very large role for you to keep your partner, husband, whatever, uh, happy sexually. It's like a lot of these women are kind of like lazy too. And I also think like women now aren't feminine they're kind of like slobs like i don't think it's attractive to come home and your girlfriend's like sitting on the couch with like sweatpants on scrolling and on tiktok like i think it's really good to always like keep yourself up and to work out and eat healthy and cook and clean and like do all these things and like look good and be attractive like that's part of it god forbid you say that now but you know it's true so might you say that maybe one of the reasons why men in relationships might be watching a lot of porn or scrolling through half naked women on Instagram is because they keep getting rejected from their wife or, and, or their wife isn't putting enough effort into looking the part. Would you say yeah, maybe, I mean, we, maybe we can blame yeah. the women for that? Yeah, no, like I said, I'm fully like on board, like both parties always have something to do with it. I think women now are definitely like have gotten really like lazy. And I think this new wave of feminism has also promoted like, Oh, you don't need to do your hair and makeup. You don't need to do all these things. Okay. Well then don't complain when your husband leaves you for the hot woman who is doing those things. Yes. That is literally part of your job, especially if you are with a man who is a provider, he's providing for you to be able to go to the gym and buy the makeup and wear nice things. It's like, don't you even have respect for yourself? Like, don't you want that for yourself? I don't understand this new like wave of women. I, it's really weird to me. Like my mom would still be watering the plants in a dress and she looked great. <laughs> so, you know, it's interesting too, is because this brings up this idea. This, this is what really like ticks me off when I ever, I think about this is I feel like men, especially the men are, who are here, and the million subscribers who are have watched Trip Advice are saying, hey, I'm trying to learn about women and I'm trying to learn about how women become attracted. And women don't do that. And so I've been thinking about that recently. And there's an obvious reason. Like, why don't women try to learn what men want? And then, of course, it leads to the conversation of like, well, then they do learn and then it turns into them labeling, labeling us as misogynists and superficial and creepy and all that. But um, one of the reasons why women aren't trying to learn what men want and what they become attracted to is because they don't have to. Most women don't have to do that because they can easily just be meeting men because men are approaching them, men are swiping on them. So they've never needed to learn that. So the thing that really frustrates me is, and this is where I stick up for the guys on this, is the second that we say anything that we find attractive in a woman based on her looks or behavior, we're labeled as superficial creeps. 
I mean, if I can just give the entire audience probably <laughs> the million dollar advice for free, um, date conservative women or generally Republican women. They're going to have different views, different outlooks that are going to be so much more aligned with what you want. But bottom line, this new wave of feminism and liberal women are, yeah, they're just going to treat you like crap. They're going to say you're a freak or you're misogynistic. They're going to play the victim. They're never going to take responsibility for any of their actions or outcomes or the way things are. They're going to take the easy route. It's like all these chicks and all these girls on OnlyFans and all these young women, uh, because they have a lot of options now. Those options are going to dwindle. And uh, they're going to be left with not great options left because of their own consequences. But I would say, like, all my girlfriends are gorgeous, have great jobs, make good money. And, yeah, that's the thing. They want a very, very traditionally masculine man. And, like, I wouldn't date a liberal woman. Like, what? So why every five seconds I can hear you complain about something? And, like, God forbid I tell you to, like, put a dress on and look good. I have to, like, be called, like, misogynist? Like, no. So over have you Have you transformed any of your friends? Like, any of your friends, have you given them either unsolicited ad- or solicited advice where you've told them what to do and it's changed how they've been able to to get results in their dating lives? Or are, they, are, are they all just kind of like that? I'm going to sound like kind of a brat here because it's true. My girlfriends always want my advice and then they forget that I'm very honest. And as soon as women hear that they might be the issue, they completely shut off. They Women take almost zero accountability. So what, is, what, what is that? And this is like what the whatever podcast and Fresh and Fit and all these other channels are doing. They're they're basically showing that. And it's interesting because, you know, watching this stuff over the past couple of years, it shocks me. I mean, not anymore because I see it so much, but why aren't, because men do it. If I go and tell my friend, like I can go to my friend and be like, hey man, you're fucking up. You got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. And that's the deal. And they'll be like, yeah, no, you're right. Okay. You know, and I don't, they might not change it or they might, but either way, they at least take the advice and they know it's up. But then what women are doing is they give each other these, uh, these like false, I don't know, I guess compliments or or Mm -hmm. saying things to make them feel better, but not really getting down to like what, what's actually going to make a change. What's up with that? Is it because women are more sensitive? Yes, it's because men are real with each other. And also the world is so tough on men. You can try to avoid accountability all you want, but eventually it's going to hit you in the face. Women can genuinely go through life, especially if they're attractive, and literally avoid accountability at every corner. Because bottom line, there's always going to be another dude there, especially if they're young and beautiful. So they never really have to face themselves. I would say with all my girlfriends... I've met about one that is very realistic about herself. She knows when she's messing up. She takes accountability. When bad things happen to her, she's like, well, that's probably karma for the it's she, but she thinks and acts more like a dude, which I would say I kind of do as well. I'm trying to be very realistic and not emotional. But the funny thing with my girlfriends is they'll complain to me about their relationships and they'll list like 7,000 red flags. And as soon as I'm like, 
I tell them there's always 50% blame, even in, I believe, the most horrific things that happen. They just tap out. They just stop talking because that would actually involve uh, taking responsibility, working on yourself, changing your actions. And you can just go run to the next guy and just take all your bullshit into the next relationship. Guys can't really do that because life will just knock you down. Also, it's not as easy for us to be attracting as as many women. Yeah, like I can open my Instagram and there's how many dudes willing to deal with my BS. You know what I mean? Right. God, you know, someone someone uh, said a comment earlier that they can't believe that there's dating coaches for women uh, because, well, I'm guessing they said that because it's like, what <clears throat> what problems in dating do they really have? And I kind of agree with that. It's like really the only problem I ever see from a woman when it comes to their issues with dating is just trying to decipher if the guy likes them or not. Otherwise, yeah, that's kind of the only issue I see. Right, w- women have the golden ticket when it comes to dating because yeah. I could put I could put a six next to a six right a guy who who's a six and a woman who's a six and put them both on dating apps and that guy will get actually zero matches mm-hmm. and that woman who's a six we can even go by we can go lower we can go to four yeah. even right? yeah. or even a three and that woman will still have options and yeah. so w- the problem is and why why it's so much more difficult for men is first. So there's a process in dating, right? To simplify this first, you have to have people to date and then Mm -hmm. you have to filter through those people to see who's going to be a good match. Yeah. So it's like step one, step two, simplified women already have the first one covered. So half the battle is out the door. Now they have to do the easy part, which is well filter for the right guy. So guys don't have on default as many options. And so we have to get those options. And then we still have to filter from there back to the point of this, of this whole episode Mm -hmm. and talking about, are there any good women out there? It's like, (laughs) I don't know. Lately I'm seeing not as many there are, but you just have to filter better. Yes. And like I said, for guys, it's going to be so much less of an uphill battle if you already seek to find a woman with traditional values, like a more conservative leaning girl, because we're not as emotional about these things. I think conservative women seem to know their place a little bit better. And I believe we do have a place. And that's the thing with like my liberal girlfriends. I'm like, I don't know. None of them are having very much success. All my more conservative girlfriends are doing quite fine. Well, okay. But there's a lot of good girls out there. I know a lot of really great girls. Now I hear you on, on this conservative factor, right? So what you're saying to me <clears> makes <throat> a lot of sense. However, are these conservative women who are making X and Y salary, are they going for guys who make less than them and who are under six feet tall? Because I have a hunch um, that that answer is no. So as conservative say, as that I, woman might be, yeah. Is she still giving more guys a chance or is she still trying to go for the top 20% of men and then finding herself single again? And now she's single and the guy who just happens to be five, eight, who is a great guy, doesn't get that chance with her conservative or not. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've never cared about height. Being tall has done nothing. For I don't me. believe and- I just, I can't, I don't believe you. How tall is your boyfriend? I 
think you know how tall he is. Five, Don't think you know. I think five eight, maybe five seven. How tall are you? I'm five four. Okay. Okay. I'm good tiny. For I, mean, you. I mean, everyone I've dated. Are you sure? Or maybe you just really don't know short. how height works, and he's really like six feet. No, tall. no, no, no. He's yeah. He's he's about I think like five eight, and like uh, the guy I dated before him was even shorter. And then I've dated even shorter guys. And I'm like, I don't care about height at all. I think it's like really extremely irrelevant. A lot of my girlfriends are taller. So I understand they're not going to date a five, four guy. I totally get it. I, like I said, it's just not a battle for me. So I've never cared at all. I mean, my girlfriends make money, but yeah, like I said, naturally, I'm sure these girls are going to want guys that make more money than them. But this is the, this is, the consequence, the consequences of the new wave of femis- feminism is the whole point. And because all these women went into the workforce and society was like, be a girl boss, do all these things. Now they're making tons of money and now men are going to have to compete with that. So that's just kind of another consequence, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and a lot of these women don't understand, you know, how, how much work it takes to be making, let's say over $200,000 a year and what it really takes to, to get to that point, which again, comes back to my thoughts and the fact that if we want to fix dating, we don't, yes, there's work of course to be fixed on the man's side. Again, that's why I do what I do. But if, mm-hmm. but the, on the women's side, it needs way more work because at the end of the day, a woman would be happy in a relationship with a guy who's making a little bit less. Mm-hmm. Or who's a little bit shorter. Now I get it. You know, most women don't want to be with a guy who's living at home with their parents and, and making twenty five thousand dollars a year. I'm realistic. I'm not saying that that has to happen. But there are these like incremental moves where she would be that she could be with the guy who again is five nine, makes ninety five thousand dollars a year, who's a freaking good guy. And who mm-hmm. would treat her very well and it'd be a great relationship. And if women were to come down, and by the way, if I, I know you agree with this, but if I say this to any other women, they call it settling. It's of like, course, yeah. Wow, wow, that is settling? Like, no. And also- Yeah, a great guy that makes a good amount of money. Yeah. And, 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 settling it's, in, and it's in favor for, for the woman. It's like, listen, yeah. I'm not saying settle. I'm saying change your- change the way that you're viewing this and you will, you will actually be happy, but it's, uh, but yeah, there's, 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 there's stubbornness. But I don't, there? I don't realize cause this goes back to our original point. The whole point of modern feminism is to make money. So you don't need a man. So if you truly believe that, then the amount of money a man should make to have to be with you should be zero. If you technically are going on your own beliefs and less shouldn't matter at all. That's why I don't understand this, this new wave because it's all very, it's all very contradicting. And also women need to understand they want all these guys making six, seven figures. Okay. Well, the more money a guy makes, the more options to women he has. So you better be a goddamn 10 across the board, according to you, if you're going to be with one of these guys, because more money, more women available, it's pretty common sense. So it's like, what makes you so special? What do you bring to the table? And I'm sure that guy does not care about your degree. Sorry. Right. But if we say that, we're just, uh, it just, well, maybe you guys should, maybe you guys should start having honest conversations. I'm oh, sorry. Sure. I tell we, my, can, we can say, it. I don't think it will. Fix yeah. Anything. You're probably just going to get a drink thrown in your face, but yeah. I tell my girlfriends now, look, if you guys want advice from me, great, but you are stepping into the ring of truth 
And you need to understand, I'm not on your team. I'm not on anyone's team. I'm on team truth. So I'm going to tell you a lot of things you don't want to hear. And realistically, you're probably not going to be able to handle it because I'm not doing the victim mentality BS that all the other liberal women are are doing. I'm not doing it. I'm going to be like, oh, your boyfriend sucks. Okay, how long do you stay around? Oh, so you ignored the first 50 red flags. Let him get away with all that. Shocking. He didn't respect you. Shocking. It didn't work out. I want to talk about your friends for a second. Are they all single? Or, or who's in a relationship? I would say like half half are single, half are in a relationship. How old are they? My girlfriends are usually between like 26 to 36. Okay. And what are they complaining about in the dating game? The ones I that mean, are single. It kind, of, uh, it kind of just seems like they want what I want. They say that every guy is like, does it? They say the same thing. No guys want to settle down. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So do you see the problem here? I mean, I see a lot of problems. Okay. When I hear that, that means that they're, again, back to the same original problem. They're I'm like, of course guys want to settle down, but the billionaire doesn't want to settle down with you. That's what I mean. I understand what you're saying. They're wrong. The top top 20% are not going to settle down. Yeah. Because- they're running through all of the women. Yeah. But they, you got to shake. I mean, if you, if you want to, you don't have to, but if you want to shake your friend and let her know, like look over her while she's swiping. Yeah. And you'll see it happen. You'll, you'll see exactly who she's going for, who she's not going for. Yeah. And she's going for that top 20% guy. No, it's that that would be the way to 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 really change it. I mean, I don't know. I I I feel like we're at this point where it's so ingrained now in society and and in terms of how women are thinking and how they're viewing this and how they're treating dating and how and what they're told, it's gonna be really hard to it's gonna be a really hard wake up call. The one thing I think it's gonna come back. It's going to come back and I can see it now because people are talking about these things and interested. But I will say like the one thing men and women need to stop doing and our parents, I don't think did this and which is why it worked is stop thinking the grass is greener. If you have a good dude and he's loyal ignore the actor, ignore the celebrity, ignore the rich guy. You are so lucky to have that. Stop thinking it's better. It's usually never better. The odds of it being better are so slim. That would be my advice. If you find someone great, go for it. What do you have to lose? I'm everyone just thinks that they're so like special and they just deserve a perfect person. No, you're going to pick the best person. I don't believe there's a perfect person because none of us are perfect people, but it's like, they need to stop, get off the social media. It's not real life. These aren't realistic options. You know what I mean? I would say that that's probably some real advice. Do all your friends want to get married and have kids? Yes. All of them, except for like one's kind of iffy. Okay. Have you ever told them to get, uh, I'm just, I'm, I'm blanking uh, with a process of um, ex- extracting their eggs. Why am I blanking on this? Oh yeah. Freeze their eggs. Freeze their eggs. Yeah, no, we've all, yeah. Yeah. We've talked about it a lot. Have they done it? Um, None have done it yet, but they've talked about it. Have you ever told them like you should do this? Yeah. Yeah. Once you hit a certain age, you should. Because the way that things are going now with how women are dating and how there's more single women over 30 than there ever has been, mm-hmm. 
if they really want children, I don't know if they, I mean, if they really understand how difficult it gets after 30 and then exponentially after 35. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden the 35 and it's too late. Yeah. That's like the real issue. I mean, unless they fix the, but the, also, like, the the, that's the issue with society. Like, I'm sorry, like, every, every liberal media outlet is literally promoting to not have kids, to not get married, to just, like, I don't know, be non-binary, not reproduce. And they're all promoting, like, being single. Like, I'm sorry, like, it's disgusting. Even when I go on TikToks and read comment sections, there's, oh, my God, I read one today, and I was like, this is disgusting. It's a bunch of... First of all, if you're like 40 on TikTok as a woman leaving comments on a random profile, you failed. You failed in life. Second of all, it's like all these women like, thank God I didn't have kids. You're alone. You're literally alone. You probably have like cats. You have no man, no children. It is embarrassing. I'm like, honestly, you haven't served your purpose on this earth as a woman. Um, So no wonder like life isn't rewarding you, but I'm seeing it across the board now and it's creepy, but that's because that's what they're promoting. They don't want us to, I mean, they want population control for sure, but it's like, what do you expect? That's like what's being promoted across the board. Now, if you like tell a 20 year old to get married, have kids, they're like pedophile. And it's like, no, as soon as we have periods, we're fine with having kids. No, I, I have to like dumb this down for everyone. Oh, I don't believe you should have kids at 13. But you should be ha- getting married and having kids younger. Sorry, that's the way the world works. You can yeah. fight it. There's um there's this one woman who who has uh, I don't even know I guess a TikTok or uh, Instagram, and she her whole shtick is promoting for women to be single and to love their singlehood and and in the vein of like being in their thirties, like she's, she's like over 30 and she's promoting that. And it really, uh, it really grosses me out because it's disgusting. It's the worst advice that you could give to a woman over 30. Thank you. Like, you know, all these women want to get married and want to have kids. Like there's one thing. That's what I'm saying. They're lying. Right. Exactly. I hate the why. Why would you do like? Why would you want them to keep on being single into the years where it's going to be a harder to find a man and b harder to have kids? Yeah, there's no logic to it, and and harder to take care of yourself. Yes, and I bite my tongue. Like I want to comment. I even want to. Maybe I will have her on, and uh, we can have a. Oh my god! Can you have her and me on? Because I literally think. Oh sure, we'll host. Yeah, that'd be great. Disgusting. You're here's the thing. You because you haven't, I guarantee you, you haven't worked on yourself. You're a victim. You blame the world. I guarantee I guarantee that woman's a liberal. Mark my words. She would probably think I'm a disgusting Republican. But mark my words. I'm like, you failed at something. So you know what failures want? They want everyone else to be a failure like them. I would rather try and fail and know that I tried, try to marriage, try having kids, and be the best mom I can because that is my purpose on earth. And they can argue that, but it's like, how sad you're like in your forties and you're on TikTok. That's your life. That is the most pathetic existence. You shouldn't be on TikTok in your forties. You should be taking care of a child, like a teenager. Right. Or taking care of yourself. So you can, you can get to yeah, that. Or your husband right? or whatever. Right. Just crazy. Sad. It's um, sad. Someone asked, why does it get harder for women? Do you want to take this one? Like why, why does it get harder for women to, uh, 
Well, we know why um, scientifically, like the eggs yeah. start to de- de- they start to deteriorate over time, and, and there's less and less eggs that are available. But why does it get harder? Do you know why it gets harder for women to date as they get older? Yeah, I mean, it gets harder because all the women that are smart lock down, get married, and have kids with all the good guys. Because that's that's what you do. And then guess who's left? The remainder. And you know, I know guys in their forties and fifties, and they're just going to be single forever and they'll do the playboy life, which is great because that works for them. I think it's really sad and depressing. I mean, to not like, you know, give yourself to something greater and higher, which is what having a child is. I believe you don't become an adult until you have a child because then you stop living for yourself. You live for someone else. And I think that's the, one of the greatest things you can do in life. It's a natural progression. And that's why when we go against it, especially as women, we don't end up happy because let's be real. If you were happy, you wouldn't be making TikToks to 40 about how happy you are. But, you know, um, I think the women have so many options and they focus on careers and then they get to a certain age where it's like, well, why is the guy going to want to settle down with a 36 year old when he could settle down with a 26 year old who's a little bit, you know, has a little a lot less baggage and is more better off and ready to kind of have kids. You know what I mean? It's very sad, but it's just reality. And I think you can just look at it and not get sad about it. You know what I mean? It just, it's science as well. Yeah. I mean, it just comes back to, uh, to sexual market value, right? It's like Mm -hmm. the women who are going to be younger and more feminine are going to be the ones that are going to be more attractive than someone who's over 35 and, and potentially jaded, right? So yeah, because you're trying to put yourself in a dating pool that's unnatural. We weren't really meant to be in dating pools at that age. So you're putting yourself in it and then you're wondering why it's not working out. And to be honest, I do think men can sense desperation. So as a man, you're going on a date with a chicken at like 36, like she's already lived a life. She's not here to play. She's probably like, I want to get married. I want to have kids. I want this. You need to be this. You need to be this. And for a dude, you're kind of like, Jesus, you know what I mean? You're like, damn. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. So we have uh, a couple more minutes left to the hour. And uh, I want to say thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks, thanks for, for doing this. And I know that you get a lot of knocks on uh, on your virtual door to come on and, and do podcasts and, and live shows. And, and it was interesting because I found you like everyone else finds people on social media, yeah. TikTok. I, I don't know if it was TikTok or Instagram or, or whatever. And, and I thought you had really interesting things to say. And immediately I was like, I got to have her on the show. So I'm glad that you came on and uh, and spent the time with us. I know that it wasn't easy for some people to hear. Uh, some people ditched out, but we also have a lot of people still here. And, um, and yeah, any last words or anything else you want to say to your audience of of mostly single men out here. <laughs> oh my God. I'm sorry if it was my audio. I'm like, um, not set up right now for all this, but, um, maybe, uh, eventually we can do something in person, which would be awesome. I would love to do something in person where like, I'm just answering questions because I think it's, I think there's not many women that are going to give an honest, realistic response to these things. Um, so yeah, I mean, i would love to totally do that. I mean, it would be cool. You, you spark some ideas here. It'd be interesting to have <laughs> you on and I can kind of like moderate slash chime in with uh, some more of the liberal women who have 
their polar opposite views that you do and kind yeah. of see and kind of see what happens. That'd be, I would love that. And I live, I live to argue. I live to debate. Everyone in my family is like, tell. you should have been a, everyone's like, you should have been a lawyer. Cause you would have been the best goddamn lawyer. You're going to have <laughs> uh well, you already have a lot of people that hate you and a lot yeah. of people that, that love you. And uh, I give you props because it's, it's not easy. Listen, let's just be real for a second. Like be, be vulnerable with me for a second. Yeah. It's not easy to, to hear the hate as much as you still don't agree with them. It doesn't feel good. It's not, no. e- you know, I mean, I'm, you know, we can't be like, hey, yeah, fuck them. And they're, they're yeah. pieces of shit. But I mean, it can get brutal out there yeah, on the I'm- internet. I've seen like literally 9,000 comments on a video of me before that went viral of like how I'm ugly and should like shoot myself. And I'm just like, okay, I like, I don't care because I don't think the internet to me, it's like, it's like not a real place, like not real people. Like I, you, no one would ever say this stuff to me in real life. And as the top G would say, Mr. Andrew Tate, who I love, he was like, hate never comes from above. And it's so true. So it's like, I don't care if I don't even care what people in my family think about me. You think I care what a stranger on the internet thinks about me? Like, what do I care? I, I interviewed Andrew Tate three years ago before he was like super huge. Oh, wow. And it was, uh, it was a very eye-opening conversation. I love him. I'm like, I literally am like one of the only females that likes him. Except for, I don't know, a lot of the females are coming around right now and starting to like him because they're getting sick of all these disgusting beta men that like literally have to split the bill with them. And I'm like, see, told you guys, he makes some good points. Yes, he does make a lot of good points. And I do agree with most of the things he has to say. The problem is, is that it's cool. You know, it becomes trendy to hate someone. So you see a couple clips and you just go, Oh, I hate that person. And then you don't actually do the research or see what, people are actually saying, yeah. and I, be, I bet you most people would think how I'm thinking, that they would yeah. agree with most of the things that he has to say. Because well, they're mostly, like me. it's, it's mostly delivery. rooted in empowering. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. exactly. Well, that's Tone the funny police. thing. I'm like, women are hating on him. He's literally trying to help women and men and give them the golden ticket to things working out. And they're like the first ones to tear him down. But I'm like, if you're triggered by what he says, it probably means it's because it's true. And that triggers an emotional response. But I'm like, of course, I don't agree with everything anyone says. But he he reminds me a lot of like, it's just funny because he'll say something and get torn apart. But as a girl, if I say it, I'll get praised. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it's a crazy world. Listen, uh, yeah. thank you so much for coming on. Really appreciate yeah, of it. Course. And yes, yeah. I, I am. I'm in the works of doing some in-person stuff. And so if I do have an uh, in-person show, I'd love for you to come. And guess what? I would pay for you to come out and speak on the show. Oh, my God. And cover the, I should. I, I'll do that for anybody. It's no, like I appreciate people it. coming on and doing the travel to get on the show. Absolutely. So, um, yeah. But still, I'd be very interested for you to do whatever pod because I'd like to see what you have to say on there. But hey. Yeah. You know, if uh, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. And if they don't know how to handle guests, then it is what it is. Uh, Emily, yep. where can people find you and yeah. subscribe to you and follow you and all that good stuff? Yeah, um, I'm on YouTube. I just kind of started as Emily Saves America. But just follow me on Instagram at Emily Saves America. That's where I post everything. And that's where all my daily rants are. And that's the best way to find me. Awesome. I'll put that right now. Emily Saves America. It's the America. easiest. 
Emily, you're on your way to saving America one uh, one hater at a time. Thanks so much for coming <laughs> on and uh, and we'll be in touch. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. There you go. That's Emily Saves America. Interesting stuff. Um, you know, I, I find it interesting. There was... I was uh, clued into the the chat the entire time. So I see what everyone's saying. And I found it a little bit interesting that some people were, well, it doesn't shock me too much, but um, there were people who were really not having what she was saying. And guys, she's, she's on your side. Like I, I agreed with, I don't know, probably 98% of the stuff that she was saying, like, She's team guy here. So there wasn't much here that she was saying. I mean, she did say some things where she was talking about the the splitting of the bill and the beta mail and all that stuff. And let's just be honest, right? That's why we're here. Yes, there could be, there's a lot of work to be done with becoming a guy who's going to be more attractive. And so... There are things that you can do to be your most attractive self and stepping into your more masculine frame. But yeah, man, she's interesting. That'd be really cool, actually. I like what she, I would love to, I would love, I would literally have a bowl of popcorn here and just watch as I saw her and uh, some liberal chick just go at each other. That would be very entertaining. So maybe... We'll, uh, we'll have that. But yeah, thanks for, for sticking around. I'll, I'll stick around for a little bit longer. So if you guys have any questions or anything you want to talk about, I saw someone said here about whether or not I would come back a man or a woman. Like if I could do it all over again, based on the idea of do men or women have it easier? And it's, it's tough. I'll be honest. It's not an easy question to answer because yes, I have said before on the show that I would come back a man. And I say that because while I'm living the, the male experience, right? It's like, this is what I know. And I do like it. It's hard, but I do like it. But I get the idea of, well, you might say that you would come back a woman because women have it easier. And why not live the easy life? Well, I say, fuck that. Because why live the easy life? Think about that for a second. Like, who's going to have more self-esteem and who's really going to be stronger and then ultimately have the better life? The person who has to come into this world and work a little bit harder or the person who comes in and, and everything's given to them? Right? So I would say that I'd still rather come back a guy so I can still live the experience that I'm living and boy, does it feel good to work hard at something and then be able to achieve whatever it is that you're achieving. It must be the best feeling in the world, better than, than, than any drug or drink or even orgasm that you could ever have. The feeling of success and achieving your goals. Nothing better. Like I always say, the best, one of the, one of the best uh, feelings in the world is, is after that you have after a long day is the feeling of being productive and actually achieving something. But it's not that easy, right? 
because as men, we have a lot of things that are, that are thrown at us and we suffer from a lot of loneliness and it is very hard for us to be in an abundance of women. And we are expected to, like Chris Rock said in that, in that special, we are expected to bring value and create. We are not at default, valuable people, right? Titanic, women and children first. But at the end of the day, I still want to be in this position. I think fighting through adversity is what's going to make life even more worth living. That's my thoughts on that one. Why don't majority of women approach men? What is it about this? Do you think it needs to change? Well, it won't change. But, uh, but one, of the, one of the primal reasons or biological reasons why this occurs is because women are looking for men who have traits of leadership and assertiveness. And who's going to have that? Well, a man. And so if she's looking for that kind of guy, and she's going to be looking for the man to approach her, which is fine, by the way. I mean, listen, yeah, it would be nice. We can agree. It would be nice to live in a world where we could just have women be approaching us. That'd be great. It's funny because I was uh, on Trips Corner, which is my private Facebook group for guys who have my hooked program, as well as who are in coaching. And we were talking there and we were chatting about have you ever been approached before? And it's interesting because guys started commenting, yeah, I've been approached here. There. And then I think about it, dating coach over here, I've never been approached. I can't remember one time. I'm sure it's happened. I can count on, on you know, one hand how many times it's happened, but I can't even remember any of them. And by the way, this is not a complaint. This is not a victim, woe is me. But... That's the reality for, for men is that that doesn't happen very often. I don't know. Maybe it's happened and I didn't realize it, but nah, I don't think so. I think I was pretty in tune for, for what was going on. And so, yeah, we have to be the ones to approach. And so back to what I was saying is that, yeah, of course, we'd rather be in that position. But again, I want to be more in control. I don't want to be a woman I, I, well, I'll say this. I'd like to be a woman on a dating app for sure. Jesus, it's so easy. But before dating apps, I wouldn't want to be a woman in the dating world, hoping and crossing fingers that a guy comes up and talks to me. I'd rather be the guy. I'd rather be the chooser. I'd rather be the one to, to make that happen. The person who tells the truth is the most hated person in the world. Yeah, that's true. Good conversation today, guys. How do you deal with hate for being a traditional man in a liberal world? Well, move to a conservative state. That should help you. I've had about four women say they liked me in person and I'm 31 years old. Well, that's because you need to be working on your dating and your skills. And if you're not doing that, then what's the point, right? And guys, if you need help, well, you know what to do. I want to mention a couple of other resources for you. So some of you know that I have a book. Some of you don't. It's called Magnetic, written by yours truly. And no, no, this was not ghostwritten. 
I wrote every single word of this book. Of course, it was edited, but no ghostwriter here. Every word of this, and I consider this as much as it's called a book, I like to call it a workbook because every chapter teaches you what to do to meet and attract more women. And then it gives you exercises. So it talks about how to approach, how to have dates that turn into second dates, how to texture, how to build attraction. So you can check this out. It's on Amazon. I don't talk about this enough because I know that not everyone's going to want to jump into a coaching program. So you might want something that's going to be a little bit uh, easier to kind of dive in off the bat. So check it out on Amazon. There will eventually be a link in the in the bio. Otherwise, just type in Trip Kramer Magnetic and you can check that out. If you feel that you need more help than that and you want to go through an actual course that kind of takes you from beginning to end, then you can check out my Hooked program, and that is at getterhooked.com. Some people ask me, well, what's the difference? Why, why not just get the book or why get the course? Like, are they that different? It just depends how you like to learn. You know, the course is about 10 hours long, and it's it's more visual, obviously. So it's a little bit different than reading because you're watching a screen, you're watching me talk, you're watching the presentation. You're also going to watch me do approaches and see that and see how that looks. And you'll also get some cool techniques that might not actually be in the book. Also, what's cool about the Hooks program that you don't get when you get the book is the Hooks program gets you into Trips Corner, which is my private Facebook group, like I said, only for people who have the course or are in coaching. Unfortunately, because I sell this on Amazon, I don't get to keep an email list or any uh, buyer information. So you just kind of get the book. So check out getterhook.com. And that's a course where you can learn how to meet and attract women and learn my signature TED method. If you want to get right, if you want just like, give me the good stuff. If you want, how do they say, um, if you want the IV, right, direct into the source and, and some real help. Not that the other things aren't real, but real by, by the means of guiding you step by step and making sure that you do the work. Because you can get the book, you can get the course, and you might be able to do it on your own. But if you know in the back of your head that you buy books and courses and don't really do anything with them, then coaching is the next best step for you. Work with a one-on-one coach get help, have them create a whole schedule for you for going out, meeting women. We help you with recording your approaches. We listen in on them to tell you what you're doing right and wrong. So you learn how to meet women in person. You'll learn how to create a profile that gets more matches, whether you live in a big city or small. Emily is proving the point that I frequently make about conservatives. They have to impose their morals and values onto others. Dude, we're not going to get political here, but you realize that liberals do the same thing. So whether you're hardcore conservative or hardcore liberal, Everyone's trying to push their agenda. So you hear it from both sides. That's the reality. She makes an interesting point, though. It's interesting. I've never heard anyone actually say that just bluntly, like you should just be dating conservative women. Maybe. I hear that point. I could see that being a potential factor for guys. I could see that being potentially easier. But here's the thing, whether you want to date liberal or conservative, and I was trying to make this point with her, is that doesn't really matter. She's still a woman. And a woman is a woman. I know that sounds like a 
such a simple and almost um, childish quote, but it's true. A woman is a woman. What I mean by that is she's still going to be attracted to the same things. So I get what she's saying. She's saying you might want to filter for the woman who's more conservative because she's going to have more traditional values, which might make it somewhat of an easier relationship, or you might find her more feminine, potentially. But at the end of the day, you still need to learn the skills and embody the skills of a man who can attract conservative, liberal, 20 years old, 75 years old, a woman is a woman. Yeah. Ah, four women, four women have approached you in your life. Yeah. More than me, my friend. Nope, never had it. I've had it where, and this is in a way to encourage you to do more approaching, is sometimes you can approach a woman and just right off the bat, they're going to like you, but you don't know until you approach. Like I'm working with a client right now and he was saying the same thing. Like he came to the realization, he's like, you just got to go and approach a woman because she just might like you. Like she might like you right away. Like you might not even have to really do anything. She just likes your personality right away. And she likes the way you look. Because women are attracted to all different kinds of looks, just like men are too, right? So it's like, she might just be attracted to that version of you in that moment. And that's like, that's a gimme. So we want to approach because we might have a couple of gimmies. And those are nice but you don't know until you go over and do it. Again, this is more specific to approaching women in person, not so much to uh, to swiping. Obviously, when we're swiping, we're swiping on the women we like. We're not thinking too much and getting, getting anxiety over it. Yeah, initiator, you, you kind of said it. It's, it's evolutionary. Masculine traits, assertiveness, dominance, leading. Woman, feminine, receiving. So that's how it goes. I don't know. And maybe, and and then maybe now just because of how society is, it's more of a societal thing. And that's just how it goes. And that's just what happens. I don't know. I'm not sure what was happening 500 years ago, but I know today it's not happening. It's not going to change. It's abs- it's, and it's definitely not going to change because of how much more entitled women have been through the dating process. They feel so much more entitled today, at least in the West. So those women are definitely not approaching. Jonathan says, thanks for everything. I don't feel comfortable to approach the attractive girl in the group because I feel like this is offensive to the other girls in the group. Let's, let's dissect that. So, so, so basically... Think about it this way. You don't want to approach a woman and you don't want to give yourself a shot at being with a woman just because you might hurt someone's feelings. That's a nice guy shit right there. That's the nice guy, weird, manipulative, I need to protect my ego and my self-esteem shit. First of all, Why are you assuming that all those women will get offended? Why are you assuming that they're, they don't have boyfriends? And you know what? Let's, uh, let's give some tough love to these ladies here. Yeah. Maybe the friend that day that you're approaching put herself together in a way 
that her friends can learn from. So you're actually, in my eyes, you're A, helping yourself, and B, you're going to be helping those women. At least we can, I don't know. I was going to say we can hope. I mean, I don't know if we should hope for it, but I'm just saying. like, It might make them think about it a little bit differently. And if not, whose fault is that? You? So you're shaming yourself. I know I'm, I'm really going deep here, but this is all important. You're shaming yourself because you liked one woman over the other. Let me tell you right now, women will reject you and not give a shit. And they do it every day. They're doing it all the time. They're doing it all the time. And you're like passively rejecting these women and you're, you're, you're nervous. Think about it on that level. Did she say everyone should have kids? She might've said that. She might've said that. Here's the, here's the thing though. Every woman does. I know there's exceptions, but very few. I mean, very few. Most of the women do want kids. It's fine if they don't. I mean, I don't know. I don't care. I mean, whatever. But the reality is, is that most women do want to have kids. Hey, real quick, I want you to tell me what other kind of lives do you want me to do? Uh, any way to see live approaches? There could be. People submitted it. I've interviewed Michael Sartain. Yeah, if you want to listen to my interview with Michael Sartain, it's on the How to Talk to Girls podcast, which I think you guys would really enjoy, by the way. I put a link there. Yeah, nobody's perfect. Uh, women don't need help with meeting men. They need help with with keeping men. That's That's their issue. So a lot of the material that you hear from dating coaches for women is how do you keep a guy around? That's usually how it goes. Yeah, that's true, Alex. A lot of the red pill guys do discourage men from getting married. I I encourage men to get married. I think you I think marriage is great. I don't really push it though. It's like you don't have to. I don't think you have to to be happy, but there's a lot of benefits from it. But it's true. There's a lot of risk. I will not deny it. There is a lot of risk to marriage. And you have to definitely take that into consideration. But with the risk, there's upside too, right? Think about that for a second. Like, let's talk about risk. Risk means there's a chance something might happen that's bad, but there's also a chance that there could be good. And if you know how to do it correctly, and you know how to do it right, and you know how to filter for the right women, and you know how to have a healthy marriage, it can be great for you. It can be very fulfilling to be in a healthy marriage and have children and raise children and, and have someone around to be your caretaker when you get older and be able to have someone who you can be physically intimate with instead of going out all the time, trying to meet women. So there's a lot of advantages to it. And um, I don't know about you, but there's something to be said about companionship. It's nice. Companionship is nice. I would imagine you guys would agree to that to some degree. You're here. You're listening to this. I mean, I know there's people who want just casual sexual relationships. 
But in a way, isn't that companionship too, just on a different level? Yeah, nobody's perfect. Thanks for being honest there. That sometimes you said you hate women because of how easy it is for them dating, but the hate stems from jealousy and not blaming them though, just jealous of women. Yeah, yeah, I get it. Envious of women for sure. That tends to happen, right? We tend to feel that hatred towards someone that we feel envious only to discover that really we just wish we had what they had. And there isn't real hate. Because you know what? You don't hate women. You really secretly hate yourself a little bit. Whether it's logical or rational or not, that's usually how it goes. Gentlemen, this has been fantastic. I really enjoyed the interview tonight. Join me live next Tuesday. And guys, uh, if you want to check me out, I'm going to be on the Purple Pill podcast. If you guys know who they are, they're pretty new on the scene. I'm flying to Dallas this weekend. I'm going to be on their live show. I think it airs 8 p.m. It's called the Purple Pill podcast. So you can watch me and it's going to be me and the host and a panel of women and there will be, I think, a pre-interview, so just me and the, and the host and then a panel of women talking about some of the stuff we've talked about here tonight. So you can check it out. And that will be on the Purple Pill podcast this Friday at, I think it's 8 p.m. Central. Otherwise, I'll be going live here next Tuesday and we'll cover some good topics. I'm excited to do it. You know, I'm real excited to be back. I know there was a long break here. But I feel like every year I do these lives, they get more and more fun. So plan on doing more. I can't wait to see you next Tuesday. Don't forget, if you need help, you see the link on the screen, tripadvicecoaching.com. We're here to help you. We're here to guide you. Don't be afraid. There's help out there. You don't need to do this alone for the guys out there who don't hate women, who want to be with women. And by the way, it's okay that you feel that way. There are women out there to answer the question of today's live. Are there any good women out there? Of course there are. There are. They're there. So don't be afraid to ask for help. Sound good? Awesome. All right. Y'all rock. Talk to you next Tuesday.